Hello, ladies, and welcome to Woman to Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Hankson Lawrence, and I'm excited that you have decided to take this journey with me towards wellness. Today, we'll be talking with my friend, my sister here. Her name is Suzette, and Suzette and I have been friends for about 24 or so years. 24. 24 years, and we're just going to have a, a conversation between us on the topic of fibroid. Yes. And the reason why I invited Susan to this space is because um, Susan and I share a similar story. However, hers is very unique, and I'll introduce her, and we'll just begin. Hello. So Susan has joined me today. I invited her to this space because we wanted to talk about uh, just women and taking care of our health, our you know, and our physical body, and what it's like in terms of certain things that we, in terms of nutrition, uh, skincare, exercise, but more importantly, one particular topic, Suzette, which I shared with you, which I wanted to invite you to the space to talk about, mm-hmm. is how do we deal with um, fibroid, right? Yes. And you have a unique story that I mm-hmm. know for a fact. And I just wanted you to come along and um, share that with our audience, but we're not going to just jump right into it. Um, But in addition to that, you also have some natural, some products that you offer from a company that you're a consultant for as well. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But what has it been like in terms of your health, Suzette? Because looking at you, and, and her name is Suzette Finn. <laughs> Suzette is also a <laughs> podcaster, okay? She has a podcast and it's called Small as a Penny, correct? Yes, right? yes. Small as a Penny. It's and that's works. part of her story, exactly. Famous so Suzette, what's it, what's it been like for you, your health journey? Because you look good. Thank you. you. Good. You're welcome. I get, I get that a lot. And I say, you know, I'm a grandma. And they're like, uh, what? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so um it's it's really been um a tough journey um it's more like trying to unlearn and learn new things um in, as far as my health and just to you know be aware um that whatever you put in your body or on your body is very important um our body is because you know health is the is the best is you know health is wealth it is, it is. How do we keep, you know, we, it affects everything else in our lives. So it's important to practice good health. But you didn't just come, you didn't, you didn't really raise on that all along. It's just something that, like, I know coming from the Caribbean, right? Coming from the islands, from Jamaica in particular, yes. um, you know, I know growing up, you know, God rest her soul, my grandmother, I love her dearly, but if you didn't eat that food, you're going to get a beating, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You're wasting my food. You're wasting my money that I, you know, mm-hmm. I had to work this hard to get this, to provide this for you and you don't eat mm-hmm. it, then you get a beating. So you get into this, you're raising a certain way. Not everyone. I'm just saying like from a personal mm-hmm. perspective and with a family uh, history of different illnesses and whatever, you do become aware of something, right? We become informed and- yeah. You know, people say knowledge is power, but but it becomes power when you put action to it. Because yes, I can tell yes. you, I know what to do and I know what not to do, but exactly. I have action to it. So uh-huh. what was it like for you when you became aware and conscious of your health and say, okay, this needs attention? What brought you to that place? Well, uh, to begin with, I 
my cycle actually started getting worse. I normally never have um, you know, pain with my cycle and it was going longer. And I was like, okay, you ignore those things, you know, because of course that's what we do. Yeah. And then I came to a certain point where it was like, my skin was breaking out. It was itching. I couldn't stand in the sun and my skin would burn. And I'm like, what's going on? So I went to the doctor, um, thanks to um, Obamacare. <laughs> we came out at that time. <laughs> and real, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was life-saving, I'm telling you. Um, so, cause I, I didn't have insurance before, so I never went to the doctor for 11 years. And wow. when, you, when you hear people say these things, that it really happens. If you don't have insurance, you're not gonna go to the doctor unless you're like really sick and you have to go to the emergency room. Yeah. So I never went for any kind of checkup at all for that long period. So once I went, um, I told the lady about my symptoms and everything. She's a regular doctor down there. But um, she gave me some steroid cream. Mm. Like, some steroid cream. <laughs> she, she didn't even, that, that was it. She just, I'm going to just write your prescription for um, some steroid cream. And I was like, I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started doing some research and watching all these different um, programs, especially on PBS. Okay. Um, one special um, person, what's his name? Dr. Furman. He always have these um, things on PBS where he talks about just eating vegetables and fruits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd listen to watch it over and over again. And that's, you know, to start learning these things and exactly just what food does for your body. You know, I've watched you over the years where um, I used to like, oh my goodness, here she go again to Whole Foods. Here she go again, you know, little basket and you just get your fruits and your vegetables and you read the little ingredients. And I'm like, can we just like pick up everything? You you were more conscious of, um, you know, strategic and intentional about Mm -hmm. what you were purchasing in comparison to my cart. It would just be filled with all kinds of stuff. But um but what, even with that though, you said something, let me just go back to what you said earlier about the health insurance, because that's a key thing, especially yes. in the minority communities exactly. um, where there's no insurance. So you don't go to the doctor because exactly, like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm walking around. I'm fine. And you mm-hmm. don't have the insurance. You can't afford it. And because yeah. of that, those years, whatever then happened was already developing. Exactly. Yeah. It was already um, developing, yeah. Wow. So, I was, you know, once I got the insurance, I was able to go to the doctor. And um, that's when I found out I have fibroids. And um, they're like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's small as a penny. <laughs> so don't even worry about it, right? It's just a little <laughs> tiny thing. No big it's deal. small as a penny, you know. You know, women with darker skin normally get it. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, because of my, my skin is dark, I'm supposed to get it. Cause that's what I was thinking. Well, but you know, I've heard about fibroids from you before, but yes. you know, it didn't really register because mm-hmm. you know, I've heard about it before, but it's just something that I don't know, you know, it just didn't register with me. And even until- at the time when I shared it with you, I myself didn't know about it. I yeah. just that, you know, this was a problem in, and okay, how I was told by a doctor is like, oh, but you'll be fine because, you know, um, you know, you're getting up there in age and, you know, yeah. you're not yeah. planning to have any kids. Did you ask um, me if you wanted to have kids? Like, how you know what I want to do, right? <laughs> so I didn't know anything much about it, but from the little that I did know from my visit, mm-hmm. 
I shared it with you, but then we just took it like, okay, all right. I guess it's something that we're supposed to have. We're supposed to keep it because we didn't have anyone who had it that was able to say, open and come forward and share their story and say, Hey, I've been, you know, that's something that a lot of women, I realize they keep to themselves and, you know, unless we go and educate ourselves and do research and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And you go to the doctor, like you said, when you went and she just gave you that steroid, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. That was taking power in your hand. Because I remember the time I went to the doctor and he didn't even, I just went in and he just, he said, Oh, you have high blood pressure. I said, excuse me. I have what? you didn't even touch me. You did. I'm not even sitting on that little table or desk or whatever it is. You're just standing by your doorway and just ready to write me a script. I have high blood pressure, buddy. Uh, Let's do this test. Let's, you know, so it's, it's like you taking power in your hand right there. When you said, wait a minute, did you say steroid cream? Nah, not so. And you, what did you do then? Did you go to different, did you find alternative medicine? What did yes, you- I, I went out and, you know, I've heard about UB clinics for years and years and years and, <laughs> and just never went. Yeah. And then finally I was like, I'm going there. And I'm telling you, the appointment was like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. They asked me all the questions you could imagine. And man, it, it was awesome. And they actually you know, gave me information how to get rid of it. And it wasn't actually until I hit rock bottom that I actually went there. Um, it was, I think it was after the, I ended up in the emergency room. Before you go to the emergency room, I know that what you and I used to do were some bad habits. We practiced some bad habits. (laughs) When our cycle came on, we would, we were almost in sync really. Right. Mm -hmm. And we would like, um, want to go watch a movie, but not because we wanted to watch a movie, but (laughs) let's be truth be told. I'm not going to say it. Why don't you say it? What did we go to the movie theater to do? So drink Pepsi. Yep. That was the only thing that was kind of like numb the pain a little bit. I don't, I can't explain it to any, I've told people this story and they look at me like I'm crazy. And Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know how to explain it medically or even intellectually. All I know, we were in sync. And whenever that thing happened, like you want to go to the movie. I think it was also chocolate for you. Yes. Yeah. And we would be in the movie, not watching a movie sometime, just out there. <laughs> up and up. I know. Because there was something different about that Pepsi than buying the Pepsi in the store. I don't know what exactly. it is. <laughs> it's fresh, fresh out of the can, I guess. <laughs> but then when good. you started taking serious note to this and you started going to UB and then now you find yourself <laughs> now in a situation where, yeah, you end up in the emergency. I had to make explain changes, to, yeah. Explain to us what was that like, being in the emergency? What brought you there? And oh Lord! You made um, so it was a June that it happened that my cycle and you know it was heavy and then I started getting these huge these clots. And then my the cycle was in like five days. It was heavy, and then it started again. I was like, oh, mm. just getting heavy and heavy. And then the next month the same thing happened, and it keep happening that for like six months. And then I ended up in the emergency room. I think it was the end. February, January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was losing so much blood. Mm-hmm. You know? So it was horrible. And I had to wear those big, thick pads mm-hmm. that, you know, it's just, it was horrible. Not attractive. Yeah, let's just say it. <laughs> totally, 
totally not attractive. I remember when I went to UB and they, I went to do the blood work, the quest called the doctor and like, listen, this lady needs to get to the emergency room like now. Wow. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're like, how is she walking around? Wow. That's serious right there. Oh yeah. So I think I got, I got two units of blood. No, four, I think probably four units of blood and two of iron because my iron was not even on the chart. Mm -hmm. And also the, you know, vitamin D and all those other things. So yeah, when I went to um, the doctor, he was like, you know, those people at the UB can't help you, right? Like, oh, we'll see about that. Because they don't like naturopathic, mm-hmm. you know, doctors. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I got that. And I had to seriously eliminate a lot of things, sugar, salt, and dairy. Okay. But, you know, I continue to eat meat. You okay. know, they said I have to eat um, red meat at least three times a week. And just not, to my- it, not to eat it or only limited to three times a week. Three times a week. Three times a week. Okay. Oh, not not to eat it. They yeah, they want me to eat the meat. Um, so, but just not any meat. You know, it's grass fed meat and um, free range chicken. No antibiotics and all that stuff in it because there's a difference. Not every all meats are equal. Right. So that's and liver. Oh. Jamaican. Yes. Now, that's something that we haven't had in a while, liver. Yeah. I also eat the grass-fed liver. I get it at um, at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So that's what I eat now. And, you know, greens and, and legumes and fruits. And it's hard, people. It's hard because, you know, I want Tres Leches cake and I want cupcake. Hey, we're talking Don't about that. Remember the time we sat down and ate cake? Uh-uh, <laughs> be quiet now. Be quiet. The audience don't need to know everything now. <laughs> we can be truthful. So you know what? Yes. There shame, shame memories. Yes. There were times. Um, <clears throat> take a trip to the supermarket, not to get necessarily groceries. Yeah. But we would certainly indulge and we will sit there in their little area and the kids would be like, where are you two? We were having cake by ourselves. Not just any cake. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't know what their cake tastes like now because I don't really go for it that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then, that those uh, cakes were like on the point. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we used to do that for a bit. I don't know, what, what were we thinking, really? We're not thinking. That's what it is. We weren't really thinking about our health either. Not at all. No. We just because you know, your body breaks down. It doesn't break down immediately. It slowly breaks down. So you're like, okay, I'm fine. I'm gonna yeah. eat what I want and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so after sneezing. your experience in the in the emergency and you started to become now more aware and conscious of um, now you have a to-do list and a don't list, right? So yeah. avoid this go more towards this. And um, you, you, you're, you're transparent is to say it's not easy no. because it requires discipline. It requires a lot. And you you were already familiar with certain taste, right? And yeah. so now you're practicing this new lifestyle, but your fibroid didn't go away right away. It's still, no. that was just an experience through the emergency aspect. Yeah. You still had to deal with the fibroid even mm-hmm. after. So what was it yeah. like then? For another nine months, I think. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was did it get huh? easier? Did the process get easier? No, because I went back to the doctor because I was so desperate. And they're like, oh, why don't you try birth control? Because at first they were like, you know, let's do the surgery. And I was like, I don't want to do surgery. And birth control, they want me to be on the pill. I'm like, I don't want to do the pill. So they, they finally gave me another option. I tried that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work either. Didn't work. Because I was bleeding so heavy and the clots were big, and, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, and then what happened was I was having cramps. In addition to the pain that I normally have, I was having cramps. It was weird. So I'm like, I'm thinking I have gas or something, but it wasn't gas. Mm-hmm. I found out later. So I went to the gynecologist. I hope you didn't drink any tea, right? Because you know how... Us of course, I- of course, I drink tea. <laughs> like it's gas you need tea yeah Yeah. so I went because you know in you know in between those what the all the heavy bleeding I was you know eating properly I was eating whatever no sugar or whatever just slow you know so when I went to inquire about the cramps it was like you know the the, because the fibroid if it's depends on where it is right they would have to do invasive surgery uh-huh. But where it was, they would have to, you know, cut me and go get it because it was in the muscles of the uterus. But this pain that I was feeling is that the fibroid moved from the muscle into the, the vagina. Okay. Wow. So they just, you know, go up the vagina and take it out hmm. instead of after the cut. So it was like delivering delivering a baby. So that's how how that happened. And I remember what he told me, and I was like, <laughs> I was laughing. I felt so good. You gave birth, you gave birth yes. to the fibroid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was like, wow, this eating right thing worked. Yeah. You know, because you know, it brings your body back into balance. You know, and once you bring your, your body back into balance, you know, any kind of disease that it won't stay in, in your body after that. So, yeah, I was what like, an wow. Yeah. So you tell someone that you gave birth to a fibroid. You actually technically yeah. gave birth to a fibroid because it, it went through that process, that journey, the canal, mm-hmm. and everything. Okay. Wow. Then, yeah, my cycle went back to normal, you know, three, four days, no pain. I was like, okay, I, I can get used to this. And the funny thing is because I had such, such a bad experience with the bleeding, mm-hmm. I, I think I had PTSD. <laughs> Really? And wow. Like I feel the feel the blood coming down and I'm like, I was still wearing the big heavy pads for a couple months. After the after after that exp- wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because I'm like, oh my God, the blood's coming down. And I'm thinking, you know, it's gonna uh, yeah, I was yeah, it was yeah. but now we're like, back to my thin, really thin pads. Yeah. Wow. And how long has this been? It was it a year, it's been a year now, right? Or a little bit over a year? Uh two years. Years. It's about Kari's wow. age. Yes, mm-hmm. your grandchild. Yes, I, I had the surgery a couple of days before his um baby shower. Yeah, I remember now. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I, had, I think I had the surgery Thursday or Wednesday, and the shower was Saturday. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. it's around this anniversary time, really, because mm -hmm. he just turned two a couple of days ago. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He just turned two a couple of days ago. So, you know, um, we joke about it and everything like that. But on a serious note, when we look back at it, we're like, wow, if yeah. we knew then what we know now, how different exactly. it would be, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it's so important, you know, the fact that one, you didn't have the insurance. So the fear of and the thought of um, trying to find money from here and there to go pay for a visit, yeah. is, uh, we'll get over that. We'll just have to live by that. But mm -hmm. those fears of not going in created more problem than it ever did before, exactly. as well as not knowing and you know, going to a doctor and they just tell you one thing and you take that as Bible and not exactly. doing research is also another issue, right? So it's mm -hmm. important that we take our health into, into it be intentional about our health. And yeah. it's not just a cliche that health is wealth, but it is because it if is. we're healthy, then we live longer. We're able to do more mm -hmm. and to invest more and to invest more in our body, invest more in our lives, in our family life and everything. So yes. I'm really, really just glad that you came on to share this story with me. And like I told the people, you have a podcast and it talks about more. She kind of like just gave us a little bit, a little bit. It was a lot more, but if you want to hear more, you have to tune into her podcast. And it's exactly that small as a penny, because if you had just looked at it and the funny how they said that small as a penny, so it's like, ignore it. It's not that important. Yeah. It's not that important, right? <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to have it. That's what, you know, you feel like when you get out of there, it's like, okay. But, you know, the funny thing is that for a lot of people, it doesn't affect them either way. Right. But for some, it's like, it's hell. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. So, yeah. And the way they're just so casual about it, it's, it's ridiculous. Don't so, we them. Don't I know. Like, yeah. And the thing is that, you know, as women, I don't know, like, you know, single moms, we, we kind of focus on the kids like this. Yeah. Yeah. Everything for the kids and we just kind of like, oh, whatever, we're in the back somewhere. And, you know, we're trying to stay afloat, trying to keep the lights on, get some food, shelter going. You know what I mean? So you just yeah. put everything else in, you know, put yourself in the back seat. And yeah. So self-care went out the door. Yeah. Like, what's that? Yeah, you might dress up once in a while, but that's, that's as far as we go. Yeah. No, you know, we want to bring it to That is so true. That is yeah. the truth because who thought about self-care back then in terms of that aspect? Yeah. Maybe self-care, like you said, would have been, okay, okay, put a cute dress on and go out one day. But mm -hmm. self-care is more than that. It's our health. Yeah. It's our health. It's taking care of our mind, taking care of every aspect of your being. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, thank you for sharing that so that somebody who's listening, you know, who may just be experiencing some kind of menstrual cramps or heavy bleeding and, you know, maybe wondering like, what is this happening? But just take it as normal. Oh, it's supposed to happen, you know, yeah. or well, maybe because you started early at age nine or so this happened and we don't know, but it's important that they go get checked out, um, yeah. do their research, um, whether it's a regular doctor or a natural uh, path that they take but definitely to go and to, um, you know, be informed about what's going on with their body and your body talks to you. Oh, it does. You just gotta, you know, be present and listen to it. Yeah, yeah. sure does. It speaks very loudly. 
I know I used to boast, I used to boast about being anemic. I'm like that is such foolishness. If you're anemic, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not something to say. Oh, I'm anemic. I'm just you know whatever. No, no. you have to go get a blood work done. Make sure your vitamin D is up to par. Your your iron, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to say that. Oh, I'm anemic. I've always been, you know. Like, okay, do something about it. Important. I'm telling you, listen, it's you're right. Get informed and then do something about it. So not just only know the know about it, but to actually put action to it. Do something about it. Make that change um, for your life and for the lives of your 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 family too. Because if you're not around, what's gonna happen, right? So much for sharing that. Thank you so much. And before we wrap up on today, because I said it was just a quick chat today. Um Talk a little bit about this new product that you're, that you, well, not so much new for you because you've been using these natural products as well for about four or five years. Talk a little bit about that. What's that product about? And um, what are some of the benefits that you also have received from using these products? Um, it's um, Arbon products and um, they're pure, safe, and they're beneficial. Meaning because our skin is the largest, one of the largest organs of our body. And mm -hmm. whatever you put on it, it goes into directly into your bloodstream, which also causes a lot of, um, you know, imbalance in your body. So we seriously need to be careful of what we put inside of our body and also on the outside. So they make a range of products, uh, makeup, skincare, uh, hair, um, protein, shake and all that stuff. So things happen um, in our lives that bring us to a different path. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I, I've always joked about how youthful you look and mm -hmm. not knowing, um, you know, until we started sharing our stories and realizing, oh, wow, this is an issue. You had this health issue. You had this, you know, and other things that, you know, we haven't covered on today. So it's, yeah. it's easy to just look on the outside and be like, and assume, but then what's going on on the inside. And wow. I'm just so proud of you as to the journey you have taken to- educate yourself and to actually mirror and pattern this lifestyle. So <laughs> we are really excited about that. And you look good. Um, Thank we're, you. Getting up in, we're getting up there in that number too, aren't we? <laughs> no. We'll be next year. We'll be um, in another group. Oh, <laughs> we sure will be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I was, I was just 18. What's happening? I reminded, I reminded your daughter, Kelly. I said, um, I was chatting with her with the baby celebrating the baby's birthday um, two days ago. And I was like, Kelly, you realize your mom's hitting that number, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I am so excited. I said, I'm so excited because you all, everyone always want to remind me of hitting that number. Like, We're going to be in that same number together. But y'all yeah. just keep always reminding me and like, she's coming along. <laughs> We got to get our AARP cards and whatnot. Stop it. <laughs> we sure do. So, um, so um, share with the audience today, um, you know, before you, before you even share, okay, share your platform as to um, your podcast um, on Instagram, as well as um, mm -hmm. if they wanted to contact you with regards to uh, the Arbonne products as well, if they wanted to be a consultant or they wanted to be a customer, how will they be able to get in contact with you? For the, the Arbonne products, you can find me at uh, 
arbon.com. Okay, so that's S-U-Z-E-T-T-E-P-H-I-N-N at arbon.com, okay. Yes, yeah, suzetpin.arbon.com. Uh, yeah, that's the, it will link you right to the page. Uh, you see my picture on there. So yeah, that's for the Arbon products. And on Instagram, it's um, S-A-A-P at S-A-A-P. Which means small as a penny. Small as a penny. At the end of all my podcasts, I like to um, I like to speak to my audience and give them what I call a call to action, right? Something for them to take away from the conversation, from the interview, or from you know my solo recording. And so I'm going to allow you that space today as a guest. Uh, what one thing would you want the audience to take away from our conversation today? What would you say to them to be a call to action based on your story, based on your experiences, based on your journey as to where you are now? Well, what is your call to action? Um, first one I would say, because there's so many, um, is to listen to your body. Nobody knows your body like, like you do. Right. And um, if it's even once a year, go, go check, you know, do blood work and check out your numbers. Because um, it's very important to keep your body in balance. Know what your vitamin D and E and A, where everything is. Um, and just just be open to change and, and just understand that eating healthy is not expensive. Because a lot of people attach expense to um, eating healthy, and that is so not true. Um, you could you know eat healthy, and it's it's affordable. It's a mindset. So those are like the the three big ones that I had to really, um, you know, do and learn. Really appreciate you coming on, Suzette, and sharing your story with us today. And I enjoy our candid conversation, our transparency. Just, you know, <laughs> just tell our story because if we didn't, if we didn't do that back then, we wouldn't know what we know now. So, you know, grateful for that. And again, just really happy for you on this journey that you are getting healthier and healthier. Ladies, we appreciate you listening to Woman to Woman. We hope, and it is our hope all the time that we will continue to bring you content that is relatable, content that you can use in your life, that you can apply in your life. And please, if this program is a blessing to you, if there's something on this program, a guest on this program that has uh, dropped some inspiration and has made some change in your life, or you would just like to support this program, don't be afraid. Send me an email, w2wpodcastshow at gmail.com. Send me an email there and please go over to Apple and write a review. Will you please go over to Apple and write a review? That will keep us afloat, keep us, keep the program going, bring us more, uh, more guests to our uh, uh, individuals who have, you know, their experiences and they want to share their story and their journey. And if you would like to do that as well, please reach out to me. So again, that's w2wpodcastshow at gmail.com. Again, ladies, thank you for listening to Woman to Woman. Suzette, I love you. Appreciate you. God love bless you. Too. Bye. Thanks Bye. for having me. Take care. Bye.